If you're listening to this, you obviously love podcasts, and you probably like music, too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are, easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integration system with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. And follow me so you never miss an episode of Before the Buzzer. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service, and it can now be your go-to for podcasts, too. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast. I'm John, and, well, this isn't really going to be a normal episode. I, I know I've told you many times that we're going to get back on what we normally do, which is two episodes a week, except there's been a little bit of technicalities. Well, not technicalities, just a little bit of, well, issues. So anyway, we'll be back. Uh, I think this might be the last time I'll have to say that because we should be back after Sunday, I think is the day that we start to all get open. And then we'll come out with more frequent episodes. Then we'll add a new segment called On Deck Circle which is basically where we're previewing games from that day for baseball. And then there's Before the Tip, which is doing the same thing for basketball, analyzing, going through the games, who we think is going to win, what we think is going to happen, and your fantasy picks and stuff like that. But also, we are adding, well, I don't think Allen's going to do it. Allen might. But we're also bringing back a couple of guys like Brandon Smith. He was on SRSPC, and he was on a little bit of Before the Buzzer. So we're bringing him back for our new segment, and I think he's going to lead it too. It's called Game Mania. So I know that name's a little weird, except we're going to go with that. So each week, maybe once or twice, we're just going to review a game. So I think the two games we're going with are MLB The Show and NBA 2K20. That comes out in two days, and MLB The Show has been out for a while. So we're just going to talk about those games and review it. So I'll do your MLB The Show one for today, but yeah, in the future, it'll probably just be once a week. So we'll be back with another episode. I'll be back right after this advertisement. Did you know that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast? They give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of those questions is very simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with a great sponsor who want to advertise who would want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it just really helps me boost what I want to do, which is podcast and get my word about sports out. 
So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And I'm back. So now I'm going to be going over our MLB The Show stuff first. So first I want to start with the roster update. I mean, it was not a lot of people really worried about that. Except, I'm just saying, this was probably the worst one of the year. I mean, I know I was on vacation. I was going through my uh, investments. I got like 10 Trey Turner cards because I thought he was going diamond. I got like five Michael Brantley cards. I got a bunch of Gene Seguras. I got a bunch more. I got, I wasted probably, I sold my Mike Piazza card and my, the 99 from sixth inning. I sold that card for about 150K. I think I used about 30 to 50k of that in this roster update. No one went diamond and no one went gold. I mean, SDS, no one really cares about Brandon Workman going up or Miguel Sano going up. Those, those are the, and Danny Santana, those are the only people that actually went up. So I don't think anyone really cares about that. We want to see jumping to diamond. Michael Brantley had a super long hitting streak. He might be one of the best, most underrated players in the MLB, maybe even in history. And he didn't get an upgrade. Trey Turner's playing really good. He's helping the Nationals. This is why they've been on an onslaught. He didn't get an upgrade. The the only diamond things that happened was DeGrom, plus two hits per nine. Freddie Freeman got better versus righties and worse versus lefties. Uh, Bregman got a super upgrade versus lefties and his discipline and vision. Acuna became a GOAT. He's now an 89 overall. And he can hit, he destroys lefties, and now he has defense. Kenley Jansen went down to an 85, so he might even go down to a gold in the next update. Cattell Marte went up, but otherwise, it wasn't a very eventful update. I think SDS ne- San Diego Studios really needs to stop with these roster updates that don't really help anything. I remember this a couple of months ago, this highly anticipated roster update. They said there was going to be over 200 upgrades and downgrades. I was like, cool, I'm going to get my investments. I'm ready to go. I'm about to make a I'm about to make a profit. And all they ended up doing was changing people to teams and moving commons up. I mean, that's not what you want to see. So why even bother with it? I mean, also like there's a roster update, I'm sure next week, I'm pre- next Friday. I think that's when the new roster updates coming out. I'm not sure. But I hope they they better do better. Okay, so next we're going to go through the signature teams. I know a lot of people were anticipating this for a while since they released it on the calendar, and it looks really good. I mean, if the if the first thing they release, which is probably going to be the easiest, is the Nash- play with the National League teams, you need to play with the best teams that you can put together with every National League team. You need to, So that's 15 games times three, in, which is three inning games. So basically you have to play over 45 innings. It's 45 innings, but if you, you're probably going to go to extras or something. So I think this is really good. I mean, Jason Kendall from the Pirates, he's a Diamond 96 catcher. I sold Piazza, so I'm, I'm looking for a catcher. Johnny Bench, the 95, just can't cover it for me. So Jason Kendall's probably going to be a great addition. I haven't completely finished it yet, but I'm almost done. So I think he's going to be a great addition to every team, and I can't wait to see what they actually do with this because I know there's going to be a lot better cards coming out. All right. So next we have a new Battle Royale Flawless Reward, and he's a GOAT. 
Chris Sale, 99 overall starting pitcher when he was back with the White Sox. Of course, he's with the Red Sox now, and he shut down for the season, but he was a dominant. He was very dominant versus the White Sox. So, well, when he was with the White Sox. So he has a crazy – his pitching stats are all crazy. The only real, the only bat stat that's under 80 is his walk, is his home runs per nine, and that's 81. But he has such good control, you'd have to be a terrible pitcher to actually give up home runs with him. So right now, his card is going for 436,000 stubs, and I, I'm not buying that. I would rather go 12-0 in Battle Royale, to be honest. And this card, if I had this card, I would love this card. I mean, I can. he has a bunch of pitches. He throws a, a four-seam fastball, which is at like 97-ish maybe, and he throws a slider that with 99 break. He throws a two-seamer that goes away from a righty, which would be nasty coming from his sidearm motion. And then he throws a circle changeup, which would completely baffle a batter. If they're looking for 97 and they end up getting 80 or slower, and with this card in its case per nine, which is 117, and the hits per nine, which is 100, I don't know how you stop that. So... Next, there is a new event. There hasn't been one for a while since the Hall of Fame event, but there finally is one. It's called the Pennant Race. So the hit only hitters you can use are people with 80-plus power versus righties and lefties. You can The pitchers you can use are bronze and commons. They're three-inning games, of course. You can collect the vouchers, and it ends – well, it ends – the first one ends soon. So the first reward you can get is a 90-overall Tommy John. Now, I know you guys probably don't know, this guy actually had a really good career until a surgery ended his season, well, his career. So, he was actually good. I mean, he throws two different kinds of curveballs. He throws a, that's the first reward, 90 overall, Tommy John. So, he throws a 90 mile an hour sinker, an 80 curve, cool. And then he throw he can dot with a cutter, because he has an 89 control and 93 walks per nine. He can dot with a cutter. And then he has a sweeping curve that's 72 and a 76-mile-an-hour changeup. So if you use zone hitting, I would definitely keep my zone low because I don't know of a lot of pitchers that would throw any curveballs or sweeping curveballs that are high, knowing that this game is probably rigged and they do some stuff to like try to make you worse. So they'll for sure make you miss your spot and Frank will go yard on him or something. So the next reward is... Oh, yeah, for the Tommy John, you need to collect three vouchers. For our next one, we have Sergio Romo. He's a 93 overall closer from back when he was, when he was with the Giants. And this card is crazy. I mean, 106 hits per nine, 108 uh, strikeouts per nine, 98 walks per nine. I don't have this card because no one does. But if you use this card in signature teams when you did the Giants missions, I mean, he pitches so quick. It is helpful when you're in a rush and you want to complete your online games and you don't really care because you know you're going to win anyway, and you're just you're just firing things. I mean, he, he has 99 ranks, so a slider is something – it's really nasty. He's got a four-seamer, a sinker, a change-up, and a cutter, all of which move, all of which can hit any spot you want it to with that 88 control and that 98 walks per nine. He's got 99 break. His velocity is not the best, but everything else – Besides his stamina is like about a hundred. So next, finally at nine pennant event vouchers. So no one's gonna get that for a couple more weeks. It's the 97 highly anticipated 
Giancarlo Stanton, 97 overall, Marlon Giancarlo. He's got 89-107 contact, 112 and 125 power. I mean, now I know a lot of people are evolved now, so you don't really need a 97, but this card, you can just throw him on your bench because really, if you're looking for a guy, if you're looking for a power lefty, I mean, this might be the third best card against hitting lefties. If you really think about it, Willie Mays and Frank have 125-125 versus lefties. This card is 107-125, and he he can hit like crazy. The only thing that's really bad is his vision. It's a 64, but that's okay. His discipline's 106. He's got 90 clutch. He can field. I'm pretty sure he is a gold or silver fielder, and his speed's 62, so he can even run decently. So the Pennant 2 event is going to have basically silver com silver common and bronze hitters, so it's going to be difficult. It's going to be pitcher's duels, even though it's a three-inning game on Hall of Fame difficulty especially. you can use, Your max team overall can be an 80, and your minimum player can be a 63, so no cheesing with the knuckleball or Ryan Farabend in this one. So the pitchers have to have 80 walks per nine or better, or a common. And a lot of people probably won't have commons because most signature series pitchers have really good control. I mean, there's some aside like Nolan Ryan. But if you have like Fergie Jenkins, he has the best. He's like the only card with over 100 walks per nine. So he can hit dots. So this is really going to be a pitcher's heavy tournament. You, I mean, event. So you might actually go into extra innings if it's going to be a pitcher's duel. So that's something you'd want to watch out for. The player event number three, it is live series players only. So that should be fun to see. It's that that tournament, that event might actually just be a battle of who spends the most subs, who actually spends money on this game, or other than me, who I've never spent money on the game. I build my team from the ground up. Live series only. You can't cheese with Verabend. 63 overall is the limit. Your max team can be an 83 overall. And you're going to need 20 wins to get to four vouchers. So that's going to be a lot. It's going to be difficult. But if, you, if you're going to, it's just grind 99. So there was a new headliners pack also, introducing the 97 Carlos Gomez and the 98 Robinson Cano. Now, both cars are really good. But I'd like to point out that the Cano might be the best second baseman in the game, if you really think about it. I mean, the only really excuse me, the only really significant second baseman other than Can this '98 Cano is really Joe Morgan, and Joe Morgan's really hard to pitch to because he's he's closes inside against the plate. So it's, you, there's basically you can't throw him inside. So what can you do against him? So Robinson Cano, he has 116, 100 power contact. Excuse me. 9180 power, so the power is not as ideal as you'd want for a 98 overall, but he can still hit really well. His clutch is 101, and his vision's 113, so you can get away with a lot of check swings with this guy. He is a diamond fielder and a diamond hitter with 56 speed. Now, you can you can do some stuff with this guy. I mean, you if you want to just throw, he can't play any other position, so that's that stinks. But if you want to throw him on the bench or you want to switch him in with Joe Morgan or something, go ahead and do that. I don't see anything wrong with it. So there's a bunch of new legends and flashbacks with the signature team's moments. So there's three packs, but in your guaranteed a gold, I'm pretty sure one of them, the, the three of them that I can remember is St. Louis versus Cincinnati. 
the Dodgers versus the Giants and one other one I can't remember right now. Except there's there it's a pack and there's your one in ten chances of getting a diamond, but it's a guaranteed gold or plus. You can't buy it, you have to earn it. So there's a new 81 Tyson Ross, 80 Avani Gallardo. There's an 85 Rob Nen with 104 strikeouts per nine. There's a goaded Justin Bohr with 85-88 power, even though he's only a 101 an 81. He was in the show 18. He was a pretty good flashback. There's an 81 Christian Yelich back from his Marlins days. It's not really good, though. There's an, an underarm pitcher, Steve Ciszek, in 80 overall. There is an 87 Lorenzo Cain. That's a diamond fielder, but he can't really hit, so that's the problem for me. There's an 86 Nate Jones. There is an 82 Goose Gossage, an 81 Chris Iannetta, an 83 Cody, and an 83 Cody Allen. And then there's a couple other guys, like Edwin Diaz. There's a 94. That's really good, but it only has three pitches. There's a Roberto Osuna. That's an 86. He looks really good. So I can't wait to see what this happens. Now, the upcoming schedule will be signature teams and Flawless Roid and the roster update and the event all came out. But tomorrow which is September 5th, San Diego Studios is revealing Moments Extreme and the August flashbacks, including the Lightning Guy. And then the new content drops on Friday, the 6th, and there's going to be more Signature Series team stuff revealed. So, yeah, tune in, 6 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And, yeah, so in the future... There's going to be the seventh inning program releasing in mid-September. Early October, it's going to be the postseason program and the eighth inning. And then in late October, we're going to get ninth inning and finest. And maybe we'll even get some extra innings. We've yet to see. So I'd like to thank you for watching this exclusive new episode of Before the Buzzer. Thank you once again. I know I keep saying that, but it means a lot to us about all the viewers we get, all the support we get from everybody. We've purchased our microphones. We're growing rapidly. We're getting thousands of viewers now. So I'd just like to thank everybody. And yeah, have a good one wherever you are.